Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Back to our continuing study, just a thought on the book of Revelation. Our study today takes us to Revelation chapter 11. We now join in progress part five of our continuing study. This brings us to verse 14 of chapter 11. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. The second woe is past. What God warns us about, better listen, because it's going to come. The word of God is sure. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 19 says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Now the third woe comes quickly. Destruction and utter ruin. Things just get worse and worse. God is about to close the book on the wicked. Verse 15 of chapter 11, the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. The seventh angel sounds, and when the seventh angel sounds, it completes the seven trumpets. The beginning of the third woe marks the ending of everything. In Revelation chapter 10 and verse 7, it says, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be finished, as he hath declared to his servants the prophets. There were great voices in heaven, we're told. There's a heavenly declaration going on here. And that declaration is the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Jesus takes possession of that which he has won at the cross of Calvary. He will then set up his millennial reign. And that millennial reign goes on for a thousand years. It is the Savior's literal, physical visible kingdom, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God come to earth. You know, the devil offered to Jesus the kingdoms of this world in Matthew chapter 4. All he had to do, all Jesus had to do was bow down and worship the devil. But Jesus said, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thy shalt thou serve. Our Savior won the kingdoms from the devil. He redeemed those kingdoms to himself. He's not leaving them in the control of the devil or in the slavery of, the, of wickedness. This is what Romans 8.21 is talking about, that the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God come down to earth. And Jesus is king of kings and Lord of lords. Verses 13 and 14 move us from the tribulation 
to the millennium in verse 15 and out beyond the millennium in verse 17, right into the great white throne judgment in verse 18. Look at verse 16 of Revelation chapter 11. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshiped God. These four and twenty elders we've said before were representative of church-age saints. At least that's what I believe. Together with the Savior, we will rule and reign in his kingdom. Now these four and twenty elders fall on their faces and worship God. Worship is the occupation of heaven. And it should be our occupation on our way to heaven. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 3 says, For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. In Revelation chapter 11 and verse 17, we see what the four and twenty elders say. We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. They're thanking God that God has taken his power, that he is setting up his throne in this world to rule and reign for eternity. What a blessing it's going to be to see God set up his throne in this world. And what a day that'll be when we see our Savior take possession of what he purchased on the cross of Calvary, this world and the kingdoms of this world. They rejoice in the eternity of God, and so should we rejoice, rejoice in his eternity. He is the living God and an everlasting king, Jeremiah 10.10 10 tells us. He is the one and only true and living God, and there's no God beside him, a just God and a Savior, he tells us in the book of Isaiah 45 and verse 21. They say, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned, rejoicing because God has taken over and will reign forevermore. Then we come to Revelation chapter 11 and verse 18 and says, the nations were angry and thy wrath is come in the time of the dead that they should be judged and that thou shouldst give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldst destroy them that destroy the earth. The nations were angry. This is the nation's response to the Lord's return to this world. That's why he's going to rule them with a rod of iron. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 27 tells us. We also read in Revelation chapter 12 and verse 5 that he will rule with a rod of iron. And in Revelation chapter 19 and verse 15 that he's going to rule with a rod of iron. This world does not want Jesus to rule, but he's going to. Thy wrath is come. They're rejoicing that God's wrath has finally come. That the wicked devil and his wickedness is finally judged and what a day that will be and revelation chapter 14 and verse 20 tells us that when he unleashes his wrath on this world and upon the wickedness of this world that he's going to tread the winepress 
without the city, and blood will come out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. Listen, you want to be on the winning side, and that's knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You don't want to be on the losing side, and that's following the devil and his leadership. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, the Apostle Paul said in Acts chapter 16 and verse 31. Put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he'll save you. He will save you. He will save you now. Well, that concludes this chapter, chapter 11. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on Just a Thought on the book of Revelation. Now, before you go, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast. And you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless. Till the next video.